Greetings, everyone, and welcome to episode eight of Moments of Breakthrough podcast. I'm Doug DeRamus, and I'm believing you're going to experience something beautiful. So prepare yourself for the supernatural. Now let's join the breakthrough. In the beginning, in the Bible, as you go into the book of Genesis, you discover that Adam has a garden, that God planted that garden, and he placed Adam in that garden just to keep it. He didn't have to plant anything. God had already planted everything. Adam has that garden, and he turns it into a graveyard. Then you discover that Jesus comes along, and according to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, he was considered the last Adam, and this last Adam, which is Christ, was a life-giving spirit, and he turns a graveyard into a garden. Well, Adam has access to the tree of life, but he chose a tree of death. Jesus chooses a tree of death, and he turns it into a tree of life. Everything Jesus does in his redemptive work, he does it in a garden. He prays in a garden. He prayed until his sweat become a drop of blood and fell upon a cursed earth and put the curse in reverse. The curse that said, you got to earn your bread by the sweat of your brow. It is no longer about earning it. It's about receiving the free gift. See, the Bible says in 1 Timothy 2.14, and Adam was not deceived, but the woman being deceived was in the transgression. Well, the first Adam was not deceived. The woman was deceived. She took of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil out of deception. And Adam, however, was not deceived, and he took of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil out of rebellion. The first man, Adam, left the splendors of heaven to join his wife out of rebellion. The last Adam, Christ, left the splendors of heaven to be joined to his wife, the bride, out of obedience. In the book of John, the first sign that Jesus does, the first miracle that's recorded, it says, was a miracle at a wedding. This first miracle that Jesus performed was turning water into wine. John chapter 2, verses 1 through 4 reads, And the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they had wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, They have no wine. Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother said unto the servants, Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Now the next verse says, And there were six water pots of stone sitting there, and the water pots were filled with water, and this water was for just purifying. It was ceremonial washing containing two or three firkins apiece, which is about 20 
the 30 gallons, and these stone water pots was made of earth, and they were set apart from the water vessels. Their purpose was just for ceremonial washing, for the guests to wash their hands and wash their feet. Now the next verse said, Jesus said unto them, fill the water pots with water, and they filled them up to the brim. There were used vessels, some half empty, some full, but you see, they were not all complete. They were earthen vessels, six earthen water pots, six earthen water pots made of stone. The water pots were used for purification. Six is the number of fallen man. The water was not drinking water. It was not for the inside purification. You know, water you drink, it goes inside and purifies. This was made for outside purification, for washing the feet and washing the hands. Now, do you understand this? God was going to take earthen vessels, which is you and I and everyone that believes, and fill us with his spirit. I mean the very spirit that God himself has. These six water pots were made out of stone. They were made from the earth. You see, he has taken clay vessels like you and I, and he is showing that he's going to fill us with his spirit. Well, you may be able to modify the behavior of man by threatening him and pushing him or scaring the hell out of him, but you cannot change a leper spot. You can only transform him by the power of the resurrection. However, those leper spots can be changed in this new covenant because of the life of God on the inside. It transforms you. It regenerates you. If you will, it regenerates you. The law cannot change the inside, but grace can change everything about you inside and out. John 1:17 says for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Moses the lawgiver turned water into blood. That was a curse. Jesus the life giver turned water into wine. Now keep this in mind. Everybody born into this earth has a piece of God, the seed of life in them. That's why you are alive. If you didn't have God's piece of life in you, you could not even exist. The very breath that you breathe is God given to you. When somebody is born again, however, that seed is activated and the life of God begins to grow. If you allow the Holy Spirit to have full reign in your life, he will fill your water pot to the brim with God's glory. He'll fill you with God's nature, God's character, and the very life that God himself has. God is not going to purify you by rituals. He's going to purify you by what he puts inside of you. You can be made brand new. I don't care what your history is. I don't care what your past is. You cannot put new wine into old bottles. So he has to make you brand new in order to place his spirit in you. The water turning into wine is a change 
of natures. What's happening all over America in the churches today is that water pots are breaking. We're trying to put new wine, the new covenant realities, into old covenant wineskins. What has got the religious leaders all torn up today is the same thing that had the scribes and the Pharisees of Jesus' day all tore up. They say the old wine is better. When I minister, be careful not to place what I say into your old mindset. Sometimes my terminology may not fit your old mindset. And if you find your bottle breaking, it's because you're not making yourself a new wineskin. The Bible says in Matthew nine seventeen, Neither do men put new wine into old bottles, else the bottles break, and the wine runs out, and the bottles perish. But they put new wine into new bottles, and both are preserved. A new covenant is after a new promise of a new priesthood. And we don't govern by the law, we govern by love. We don't rule by fear, we rule by faith. Don't miss future episodes. Subscribe to Moments of Breakthrough podcast with Doug Ramos on whatever your favorite platform is. Yeah.